Hey everybody, welcome back to the Video Production Academy podcast. I'm delighted today to be joined by Jen. So firstly, what I'd love for you to do is to introduce yourself and let me know more about what it is that you do. Thanks. First of all, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure chatting with you prior to this, so I'm excited to be here. So my name is Jen Unangst, and my business is Jennifer Bennett Consulting. And what I do is I help parents navigate the special education school system, uh, learn behavior techniques and modifications, and advocate for parents within the school system so that they can get the supports that are necessary for their child. All all via online, virtually. Okay. That sounds like something that is incredibly worthwhile, but also incredibly challenging at the same time. Thank you. But yes, to both. I mean, it is, especially as the advocacy piece, when you see a student struggling or you see parents struggling and you really want to make a difference and then you, you go full force and, and it works out well, it is, it's an amazing feeling to know that you've helped someone, but when it doesn't go well, it's such a challenge. Like you feel those blows. So it has its ups and downs. Parent of uh, three, oh, I don't know whether to call them children or not, because they're 26, 25, and 13. So my 13-year-old is still a child, but my 25 and my 26-year-old, not so much. So I have uh, three kids that are all on the autistic spectrum and also visually impaired. So I've navigated that journey. And with my older two, because they were late diagnosed, they were 13, 12 and 13, we went to hell and back through the school system first. Yeah, same. I mean, my son has... um... ADHD and ocular motor dysfunction and a visual processing disorder. So I also had to fight tooth and nail with the school district and I was in the field and it was hard and it was stressful and they refused to classify him because he, in quotes, appeared typical. He wasn't a behavior problem. He was able to get along with his classmates, follow directions, but he was really, really struggling academically. And I fought and fought and finally they did classify him. But I was thinking to myself through that process as a parent, because I sit on both sides of that table. So as a parent, I was beside myself. And again, I do this for a living. Like, what are those other parents feeling when I'm on the professional side of the table? So through that, my course was actually born. I wanted parents to know that there's help out there, that there's services that they're entitled to out there that sometimes districts just don't tell you about. Is this how your business came about then? A hundred percent. That is how my business came about. And that, and I've always worked with children with autism, other neurodiversities, mental health, um, diagnoses. And I wanted to be able to reach as many of those children and families as I could. And also, so then the virtual piece came about in that aspect as well. So what was it that made you start to use video? So it was a suggestion. I did not realize the whole, I was brand new to this whole world of video, brand spanking new, I would take online courses to keep my licenses up to date, but I didn't realize like I could be one of those people. And (laughs) so, and I was training other staff and I was doing things like that, but I didn't realize I could create a course 
for parents. So I was talking to actually a childhood girl who I grew up with, woman, you know, and she's like, oh, that's what I do for a living. She said, I help people create these things. And so I was like, oh, and she said, oh, you, you can create a course. We'll do this. And that's where I started to incorporate the video piece. How was your journey with that? Was it quite straightforward and you were confident? No, I was the opposite of confident. And I have, I feel like I've grown in that aspect a lot, but I really have a lot more growing there as well. When I tell you I was videoing myself for hours upon hours a day, not accepting any of the takes that I was doing, having to redo it. I didn't like what I looked like. It was my double chin jiggling on the bottom. You know, what were these, what were people going to see? So it was not smooth sailing. I did write out all my content first. So I knew what I was doing, but having my business coach, who I have to say was amazing and helpful. She was like, oh, you can just go in and talk about it casually. Cause she wanted me to be casual. Could not do it couldn't do it. I was so worried. I was going to miss saying something. I was going to say too much. I wasn't going to say enough. So I ended up using a little teleprompter on my phone. And then I duct taped it to the back of my laptop and would just, because I didn't want people to think I was reading either. Now it was challenging. It was probably the most challenging aspect of the entire course creation was the video piece for me. I think you're not alone in that. I think a lot of people would feel the same way. I know certainly my journey into presenting wasn't smooth sailing because it was never my ambition. It was never something I wanted to do. I'm technical. I do video editing and camera work and that kind of thing. And it's like, no, you, you have a responsibility if you have a message to get it out there. So then all of a sudden you're on the other side of the camera and it's not comfortable. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I can only imagine. It's a big shift. It's, it's yeah. a really big shift. Yes. Yeah, absolutely is. But I think it's one that's worth doing because you have so much more impact now with what you do. A hundred percent. And you can reach people from all over the world. I mean, look at us. We're, you know, we're far apart. You're in Scotland. I'm in New Jersey. <laughs> So there's a few time zones in between us. Yes, absolutely. And so I think it's amazing how much you can do with video and how much people can learn um, from video and just put out to the world. So what platform were you using to put your videos out on to start off with? So I started with Kajabi again, because it was recommended to me and I'm still using Kajabi. I'm still learning myself to navigate Kajabi <laughs> because I had some help, but in talking with a few people that I know that have created courses, I feel like a lot of people use Kajabi right now. I do. You do? <laughs> yeah. So in that, what I liked is, and what I still like, I can go in and change things or move things or do things. And it's fairly simple. I, I like Kajabi. I like the fact that there's so much to it. It has so many different facets that means that you do so much under one roof. And then sometimes they hide text boxes. So I do a blog as part of the, the podcast process. So the blog basically is um, 
kind of like my behind the scenes thoughts of the people that I'm meeting. So that goes out each week. See, the first week that it went out, there was a Laura Mipson box on this block and I couldn't find where to edit this thing I ended up on the Kajabi chat and and they were brilliant I had a lady called Ginny O and she talked me through it and she sent me screenshots and I sorted it out but see I had a a couple of hours of tearing my hair out trying to find this box and where they'd hidden it oh so that's that is difficult I either google or I call my business coach and say hey (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What do I do here? And she'll walk me through it. So I've gotten a few things down pat under my belt. The rest, I am still a work in progress. So I'm trying to learn it the best that I can. I, yeah, I think that's a good way of working. Are you using video anywhere else on social media? or? Yes, I am. So I am using social media. Yes. Facebook, Instagram. I just became a TikToker as a almost 50 year old woman, my children are appalled. And um, I do YouTube a little bit. I really would like to get into YouTube more, but I was doing um, the shorts on YouTube and I don't know that they were getting out into the world anywhere, but with TikTok and Facebook, I have a few groups on there and on Instagram, hashtags are a wonderful thing. So it gives you a little bit of exposure. And to be honest, that was almost worse videoing than my course because their friends and family were seeing me also. If you're doing it for people that don't know you, there's like, I feel like a little bit of forgiveness, but people that know you, if you're putting out content, I set a high standard for myself. And so I want to make sure that when I'm putting out there, I don't look like a fool. (laughs) I think generally we set, standards for ourselves way higher than anybody else would and we're also our harshest critic a hundred percent if we talk to other people the way that we talk to ourselves we wouldn't have any friends you bet (laughs) that is so true so true so yeah we need to to give ourselves some grace i think i agree yeah for sure so I, i find it interesting that you're using tiktok as well because that's I like the role of the eyes there that's kind of my version of TikTok as well because I did try it I put a few videos out there and it was just like no this is not for me because I want to impart information I want to help people I am never gonna dance (laughs) it's not gonna happen and I can't do the whole pointy thing either because that's just like strange so yeah even with reels and things they tend to be here is some information that I think you would find useful So I've not quite got the swing of that one yet either. Same, same. It's definitely something, somewhat of a learning curve and to navigate. And then I'm like, after I get off of TikTok, I'm thinking, I'm really old. I mean, I just, (laughs) you know, it's just one of those platforms where you see more younger people and dancing and like you said, and a lot of pointing and and I, I did go that route. But now sometimes I just get on there and talk and hope for the best. (laughs) I think it's more of an introvert, extrovert thing. Because I was talking to another lady who's in her 40s. She doesn't look it. She looks in her early 20s. And she's lovely and I hate her. And um, (laughs) she she can do all this stuff, you know. But she did theatre at college. She is an absolute extrovert. 
and she describes herself as hammy it's a hammy family and <laughs> she's just exuberant and as an introvert it's so far out of my comfort zone if I try anything like that I, I look like a puppet a hundred percent a hundred percent and I have my daughter loves to see what I'm doing and posting and she follows me on all of the social media and she's like mom you need to take that one down or next time you need to do this. And so she is like my little critic telling me what I'm doing well and what doesn't work. But I am also an introvert and I'm a selective extrovert, I guess, at times. If I'm comfortable, it's fantastic. But if I'm not, I tend to shy away from all of that public speaking and putting myself out there. Yeah. I can understand that. I think we're very much in the same boat with that. So what was your learning curve like in actually learning how to create videos? So the actual videos for my course? Yes. I I honestly did not even know where I should record. So it was, um, again, my business coach was like, no, you get on Zoom and you do this. She had to walk me through all the steps. And I didn't realize how much technology was out there that I didn't know and or use and things that you can do with technology. So even with creating the videos, it was, oh no, don't worry. You can stop. You can edit this later. You don't have to keep redoing it. You don't have to do another take, take the pause. So once I got into a few videos, my comfort level went up a a tiny bit. Also, it's interesting to learn about yourself through the process. So that added into the learning curve of where what I was comfortable doing, presenting, saying. Obviously, the more comfortable I was talking about a particular subject, easier it flowed. So then I was like, okay, you know, it was definitely a large learning curve. Sounds like a journey of self-awareness as well. A hundred percent. That's really interesting because I I found the same thing that I'd avoided being on camera because I didn't like to see myself on camera and I certainly didn't like the way that I sounded. And so there's this voyage of self-discovery of going, I've got to do it. Okay, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it on my terms. And so there was lots of things that happened that were to the outside world, really insignificant little things, but I changed my hairdresser. And it's just little things like that, that I now have a lady who she's sort of on my team and it sounds really little and insignificant, but I've had a lifetime of having difficult hair, but I've actually had hairdressers refuse to cut my hair because it is difficult. I just, it's wavy and it's unruly and it does what it wants. So I changed hairdresser and this lady, she's cutting my hair. She's Latvian. She's lovely. And she's like, I don't see a problem with your hair. Your hair's fine. It's just ridiculous, just ridiculous. And so she can work it. And that's great. And that gives me so much more confidence in myself because I know I've got somebody who can fix my hair. (laughs) Right. I mean, I think that's important is finding your people and your supports along the way of your journey. And you all kind of support and um, help one another. Well, that's it. It's like your, your daughter is uh, a, a fabulous critic in the best sense of the term, because of course, critics can be positive as well as negative. 
So she's keeping you right on things. So you know that you've kind of got this backstop there of somebody who is going to go, do you know that one? That one didn't work. Do you know that Uh, one? It did do more like that. Yep. That's, you know, that's what she said to me after one, I used some kind of transition piece, which I'm still, again, the learning curve through the social media as well, because learning all the things that you can do to edit or to add to your videos or whatnot. And she's like, see, now you've got 800 people that saw that. That's because you use that transition thing. And I was like, okay. So I am now on a transition thing. Kick. <laughs> That's cool. And I think as a parent, when we have younger people that are helping us, there's a degree of smiling and nodding that goes on. They explain something. Nod. Yes. Fine. Uh-huh. Yeah. That, that. Absolutely. Not a clue. A hundred percent. Just say yes. So with the the video work, you said how your business coach has helped you a great deal with it. Have you had any other external help as well? Yes, I have had an editor who went through and edited out all of the blips and bloopers and then would add text. So words pop up on the screen in my brand colors and things like that. It was amazing. And again, I had no idea you could do that. So he was really helpful in timing of things, in finding spots for stuff and and guiding me to say, this would be here or this would be at which time. So he was extremely helpful. That sounds great. So you've had a lot of support to get you on the way. It's not been an entirely you. It's been a team gen effort. A hundred percent is been a team effort and it would never have happened if it were just me. Now oh, that's great. What tips would you give to somebody who's starting out on their video journey? So again, like we just said a little bit ago, be kind to yourself, give yourself a break and don't be so critical. I think that again, we are our worst critics just go with it. Be yourself. People like authenticity. So you don't have to try to be someone else or to fit into a certain box. Be yourself. Be kind. Don't worry about the mistakes and what you learn or use them as learning experiences along the way. And I think it all works out. No, that's absolutely perfect. Most people, when I ask that question, they go, just do it. Well, there is that. I mean, that is actually probably better advice than I gave. No, I mean, your advice was great. No, but you have to start. That's you, you can't put it off. You got to start somewhere. So just dive in. Yep. I would agree with that one as well. So how can people connect with you? So I am on Facebook at Jennifer Bennett Consulting and Instagram at Jennifer Bennett Consulting. And then TikTok as well. But I also have a website. It's jenniferbenna.com. And an email. It's jen at jenniferbenna.com. So all is simple. We try to make it as simple as possible. And that's where I am. That's brilliant. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. And it's been a lot of giggles as well. Thank you so much for having me. This has been an actual true pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Video Production Academy podcast or watching it if you're viewing us on YouTube. I'm Lee Midlane and I've been your host for this episode. 
If you'd like more information, resources, or free downloads, head over to the Video Production Academy at www.videoproductionacademy.co.uk. Reach out if you have any questions, queries, or comments, and subscribe to hear more inspiring conversations with business owners just like you who've built their business using video. Until next week, shoot for the moon.